Hi, Nora and Susie. Thank you so much for actually kind of like taking time to share your, you know, your travels, your experiences, um, and yeah. the adventures that you've... <laughs> She's still deciding whether she wants to <laughs> put on a hat or not. <laughs> okay, is it very cold there right now? It's, uh, it's getting colder. Around 10. Yeah. Around 10. Yeah. Okay. It's not too bad. Yeah. It's not snowing at all. Uh, but the temperature is dipping uh, every day, la, so... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not okay. <laughs> that one is for <laughs> different purposes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um. If okay, I mean, I, I, I know who you are, but if for those who are not sure of who you are, if you could just share briefly, um, who you are, what you do, and yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm Nora. I'm 51 years old this year, and uh, before uh, this trip, I was uh, working uh, as a private hire, uh, private hire car. Yeah, and um, Susie. Hi, I'm Susie. Over 50. Um, I used to work as a corporate secretary executive in Singapore, and uh, after years working and sitting behind a desk and computer, mm. I decided to chuck it in because I think my life is worth more than sitting behind a computer. I want okay. to see the world. And okay. that's why uh, yeah. we're here. So um, what was born out of that? <laughs> <laughs> what was born out of, uh, what, yeah. out of what? Sorry. What, 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 I mean, what decided? So I know the, I know the two traveling aunties, right? How did that came about? Ah, yeah. Okay, so um, you know, um, in, in our society, our culture, there's a certain uh perception or expectation of what a fifty-year-old uh woman, uh, especially when you're single, what what you're supposed to be, right? So, uh, I've been called auntie since I was <laughs> thirty. She's she a lot. Yeah, and I and, and so I am a, a auntie. Yeah. So, uh, two traveling aunties is born uh, because we want to claim um, the auntiness part of it is that, you know, you, you don't have to succumb to uh, cultural norms and stereotype. stereotype and two traveling aunties because we, two of us, and we're traveling, so two traveling aunties lah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I probably, I mean, you probably kind of like shared this like a zillion times. So how did the two of you meet? Or how did the two traveling aunties, you know, became... Before the one We can wonder. We met at a social event organized by Nora. Yeah. So I attended a few times. She, she organized uh, events for women. And um, after attending a few, we became friends. Mm. And then uh, went for a holiday a few times. Mm. Uh, so that's how we met. Yeah, and then we find that we can get along quite well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing about like I, I just had I just had a talk with one uh, another woman adventurer, and she she loves to travel solo because I guess to travel for you to kind of travel together, right? You need to kind of like have this chemistry because you know that if you travel together, it can make or break a friendship, right? Some might say yeah. that, right? So the two of you found that friendship between the two of you lah, in order for you to kind of... Like... Well, more than friendship lah. Actually, um, yeah, uh, before we met, we've traveled on, uh, on our own before. So I've traveled to the US uh, for two months, driving a uh, rented car and everything, Susie on her own because of work and, and everything. But uh, yes, it's true. Uh, before we get on this big trip, um, we tried um, in Perth, right? Yeah, uh, in in Perth, Australia, because we've never driven um, on a trip together before, and to be confined in such a small space, so we tried in Perth for about ten days. Uh, we hired a Sprinter camper van and and travel uh, ridiculous uh, mileage uh, in that one in that one week. And at the end of the day, we didn't kill each other. So <laughs> then we know that okay, we can we can proceed to uh, go on a longer trip. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's important. Yeah. Okay. We had a trip. But so okay. So so this was actually planned, right? Because yes. you did like a test trial. After that, this was planned. But the yeah. trip wasn't. Was it meant to be this long? Uh, <laughs> no. 
Well, we planned for one year holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's gone beyond one year. So, mm. um, so from this journey onwards, from now, it's not planned. Mm. Uh, we love it so much. We just want to yeah. carry on as long as yeah. we can. So the original plan was one year. Yeah, uh, we started on on nine September uh, last year, right? Yes. Uh, 2019. Uh, uh, we're supposed to end it by September this year, but because of COVID, but major, uh, 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 the major reason being we love our van so much, we want to bring it home. We are extending, hopefully, uh, if the borders are open, yeah. extending it to uh, September next year. So yeah. from here on, in spring, if the borders are open, we'll yeah. carry on and drive to Malaysia. So it'll be two years, yeah. Singapore. yeah. Okay, okay, I've got a very curious question. Okay, so where, where did you guys get, where do you ladies get the van? Um, okay, it started when we go on one of our holidays in Yogyakarta. Mm-hmm. I saw this uh, Unimog. Uni- um, uh, Unimog is, if you can imagine, like in Singapore, you have your rubbish truck, right? All yeah. those uh, land movers, all those uh, seven, five, seven tunnels, they convert that uh, into a home. So the back, instead of you have the garbage, you have a habitat habitation. Okay. So we saw that in Borobudur when we were holidaying in Borobudur. Okay. Yeah, and then she she got very fascinated yeah. with it. Uh, Obsessed. It, it has a Swiss uh, number plate. So it yeah. came all the way from Switzerland to yeah. Indonesia. So we went home and did a lot of research and said, hey, uh, you know, we can do this kind of holiday if they can come all the way from Switzerland. And and seems like, therefore, you, you live, travel mm. everywhere in a, in a car. Mm. So we checked and did our numbers and we feel that, oh, yeah, we can yeah. do this full time. Uh, for at least a year yeah. and then we said well life's too short yeah. let's do it while we can yeah but there's a lot of research la. Um, research meaning uh, YouTube you, you just it's like we don't have any information at all we don't know where to go so what I did was obsessively every day go on YouTube so one thing leads to another uh, and then you get more information and uh, I reach out to uh, I try to communicate with some of the van lifers, uh, most of them in US and uh, Europe. Uh, not very successful, uh, but I get a lot of information from there. So we narrow down to Europe because US with Donald Trump and all that, not very exciting. Not yet, not yet. So we concentrate on Europe. Then from there, uh, we focus on where the community is most vibrant or easier to talk to. Then after that, it, become, it comes to the language and ease, uh, ease of communication, blah, blah, blah. And from there, we narrow down to Netherlands. Okay. Basically, because uh, there's a big uh, community uh, that started that since the 50s and also because of language. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we found uh, Venga, our motorhome in Venga. Netherlands. That's right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. So, so, okay, um, just for those who don't know where you actually started, right? So, you actually got Vanguard. That is the one that the, your your love right now that is with you that you yes. want to drive all the way back to Singapore, right? Yes. So, where do, you, yes. where do you get it from? Where do you start your your this this road trip or this adventure? Yeah. We got it from Netherlands. So, okay. So, um, on online research and we found a car that we feel suits our needs. Um, so oh, no. all the criteria basically yeah. we need a kitchen, a toilet, yeah. a bed, uh, something that we can uh, jump inside the driver's seat and drive. <laughs> so yeah. for security reasons. Yeah. So we found this car that we like within the budget that yeah. we have. So we fly, we pay a deposit online and then we fly to Netherlands to see the car. Uh, it didn't turn out as as yeah. what we expected because there were a few uh, cracks and um not not in good condition the car so the, the first one that we booked actually so yeah. the lady uh, recommended another mm. dealer so we went and looked and then looked at a few and mm. then found Venga that is uh, it's a little bit over our budget but still okay yeah mm. and uh, so we bought it in Netherlands and we start our journey from Netherlands mm. okay okay yeah because it doesn't make sense right to, to kind of like get it from Singapore because there's none there's nothing that exists in Singapore, right? It's just too expensive no, to get to get something. Right? It's prohibited to have a motorhome in yeah, Singapore. It's actually. In Singapore. But then, how are you ladies gonna drive it back home? 
We drive to Malaysia <laughs> where she has some family friends. Ah, so uh, yeah, yeah, Joe. So we be part in Malaysia, yeah. not in Singapore. It's not allowed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So but, because but, I have some family, yeah. Mm. Okay, so, that's. Uh, in some future trips, we hope when we go back to Singapore, perhaps we will drive mm. from Malaysia to Southeast Asia. Right? Yeah, that's the future plan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Future plan. So exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really? so excited. I still feel so excited because I've always, since I was, um, since I was quite young, I've always wanted to kind of like write. I mean, I I watch like um, long way down, long way up, long way around. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I I drive and I write. I mean, that's partly the reason why I took my licenses because I wanted to do that. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, we're thinking perhaps if there's enough interest, we'll organize a convoy. Yeah. You can drive from uh, Malaysia. Singapore, Malaysia, all the way up to Europe. Yeah, the It's Nepal. possible. Yeah, Mongolia. Wow, that's, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 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 We have a convoy yeah. of girls, you know, to drive yeah. along. Yeah, so, so let's say when we started to research, you know, there's nothing in Singapore. We couldn't find anyone with the, uh, with the same interest. But of course, there are, but... Yeah, so it's kind of like difficult. So to be safe, that's why we started from uh, Europe. Europe, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna kind of like ask the the. I I'm not sure whether you mentioned, but what is the, what is the biggest why? The biggest why factor that actually kind of like decided the two of you to kind of like you know, you only live once. Why not do this? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of like um kind of like friction from your friends and family, right? Because yeah. Because in Singapore, we are like, there's this specific, um, you know, uh, normal life that is like, you yeah. know, a typical stereotype, da, 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 right? So, what, yeah. what made you, you know, really like, okay, let's do this? And then what did your friends and family think about it? Uh, okay, maybe, for me, like, yeah. every time I go for a holiday, I go back to, to, to work. And then everything is back to square, square one. So, I ask myself, why am I sitting in this cubicle? Mm. Why am I sitting in front of this computer? And why am I not out there looking at the world, you know, having my, you know, basically enjoy the earth. Why am I here? Am I going to spend the rest of my life sitting behind this computer in this small cubicle? Mm. And that's it. So, yeah, these are my whys. And then for you, for me, it's why not? Because uh, I always travel on my own. I, I backpack um, every time. But like Susie say, when you come back to Singapore, you have to get back into the grind, work, and, and people will keep saying like, uh, you know, why you travel so much, save money, buy flat, buy a bigger flat, not enough, buy another flat. Uh, whatever, you know. So, um, to me, it's like, uh, why not? Um, and uh, a few times in my younger days, when I was in my 20s, 30s, I wanted to go on a longer trip, but uh, friends talked me out of it because it's like, you know, like uh, maybe in your age, career at your first. age, career first, you have to make money, blah, blah, blah. I've regretted a few occasions that I did not take. Uh, yeah, so I don't want to have that kind of regret anymore. And we, we are not getting younger, you know, we, I'm, I'm, we are in the fifth, we are in our fifties yeah. and we don't want to do this when we can't walk. We need a cane or whatever, you know, so while we still can enjoy it really. And uh, yeah, why not? To me, Sometimes I wish we did this younger, but yeah. everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Because if you're younger, yeah. when you do, there's lots more activity you can oh, do. Yeah. You can walk further, you hiking, can, you know, yeah. enjoy more sights mm. and stuff like that. But um, uh, now you, you know, at our <laughs> age, after two, three hours, you're tired. Yeah. And, but it's still okay. Better than if I do this when I'm 65 or 75. <laughs> yeah. Then it'd be worse. Yeah. So I'm glad I did it. So uh, no regrets. Yeah. Of course, okay. uh, families. Uh, <laughs> what do your family say? My family is just, um, they used to me traveling, so they just say, how long are you going for? Yeah. Uh, and that's it, really. Um, but for your mom. My mom. <laughs> my mom would be like, why are you too rich? Uh? Uh, too don't need money. to work. Uh? Too much money. Uh? I don't know what to do already. Is it? You know, that, that kind of thing. But I'm like, okay, la, ma, I already, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just uh, do. But whatever it is, I think uh, with your family, you have to, 
um, make sure they know that you can take care of yourself, uh, financial wise, emotional, uh, whatever. Like, you know, I mean, if, for example, if you're always behind bills and, you know, you have to ask your mom for help, whatever, and then you want to go on this big trip, you know, my mom would worry sick, right? I mean, you don't want to get into that trouble as well. So, um, you have to take care of things. Lah. So, when your family, especially, um, know that you're going on a long trip, they be rest assured that you can take care of yourself. Yeah, we can yeah. take care of ourselves so yeah. they don't have to really worry. Yeah. yeah. So then what happens when you reach the, reach, reach home in Singapore? Like, then monetary-wise, how, how does that work for the two of you, for example? Because you've been away for so long and all that. So if you could, like, you know, share, share, share with us. Yeah, I think, yeah, they did ask, uh, like, me, like, what about your job? What, what are you going to do when you come back? Mm. I, I, I said that I'll, I'll just get a job. I mean, yeah. um, there are various different kind of jobs. Maybe I won't get back the job that I had mm. with the same amount of money that I have. But uh, I can always do something. You can. Yeah. There's various different kind of job that you can do. It's just question of money, how much you earn, more or less. That's yeah, all. what you want. I'm willing to forego that. Um, Basically, because, you know, you need to live life, you need to, you know, enjoy life. And life is not just about making money. Um, it's yeah. about spending money too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, to me, yeah. you need to live life. Uh, making money, working is not living. You just uh, work and uh, pay bills. I think it's a matter of expectation. Like, for example, if you... For example, if you leave your job, I mean, you were earning, for example, $4,000 at that point. When you come back after two years, you have to manage your expectation. Like, maybe you can't um, um, earn that much or be in the same position, obviously. So, you have to manage it. Maybe you have to take some other job or whatever. And, and we, are, we are prepared to do that. Uh, but also, at the same time, uh, having savings, of course, is important. Yeah, so you need to know your buffer, like uh, like everything else. When you go on a big trip, uh, you you can always over budget, like you spend more. But you need to know your threshold. So it's a lot of planning, Yeah. So far, I mean, I mean, you don't have to like disclose it, but so far, what is the can give us like a rough ballpark? Like what what has what has it cost you, ladies, for the year for the whole year on this road trip? Uh, for one year, it cost us fifty thousand Sing dollar. That was our budget. Yeah. Okay. Um, we spent almost half of it on the car and the other half on living expenses. Yeah. So now that we want to extend, uh, but because the initial uh investment is on the car, the expensive part, the rest is just man monthly expenses. Yeah. Uh, to enable us to drive back, so it won't be as much as the first. So um, I have some savings and willing to. Uh, consider using that because this is a once in a lifetime trip mm. to drive from Europe all the way through, um, you know, uh, Russia, Mongolia, either Mongolia or China, yeah. all the way down. I think it's a very yeah. exciting and and it's it, it's going to cost you a lot more to redo this thing again. Mm. So uh, we thought about it and we thought, yeah, we can uh, you know use utilize a little bit more of the savings to do this once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, again, it's about budgeting. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like say we we have a amount that we are willing to spend for one year, but the initial part was a bit scary because we had to spend more in getting the van, uh, than we we initial thought initially thought, and then getting used to the road expenses. We over budget also uh, for the first um, three months. Six months. Six yeah. months. We just uh, spent a little bit more and then yeah. realized, hey, why are you spending yeah. so much? And also, having been on the road yeah. for a year, we also learn from other fellow campers yeah. and see how they uh, spend, manage yeah. their budget. Yeah. And then we did a calculation and realized that actually Singapore is very expensive. If we <laughs> go back, you have to pay rent, pay bills. Yeah. Um, but being on the road, on a camper van, or even uh, you can get cheap accommodation. Yeah. It's much cheaper than being in Singapore. <laughs> yeah. So in Singapore, for here, you actually literally can live for $1,500 a month. In Singapore, you can't do that. Your rent already eat up yeah. a chunk of it. Yeah. So actually, with the same amount of money, we can travel a lot longer. longer. Okay. We can be doing this permanently. So it's <laughs> yes. actually work out cheaper because now Singapore is so expensive. Yeah. So like, why we go back? It's cheaper yeah. to be stay here. Yeah. <laughs> 350 euro, you have uh, electric yeah. bill, water bill, everything included. 
you stay mm. in a camping car, it's also about 300 yeah. rand. Singapore, you, you're not yeah. going to get that for that kind of money. So we actually stretch our dollar more. Mm. We can do this full time. Yeah. So, but right now we are hold up in an apartment in Albania uh, because we want to get away from the cold. The cold is getting colder. We're just hibernating, hibernating. Also, because of the pandemic, uh, COVID-19, we yeah. want to just stay away we from... We want to travel so people. much, yeah. so just lie low, wait yeah. till uh, things blow over yeah. and get better. We are in a small town uh, and uh, less people. We are not in the capital, which is Tirana. So, uh, we park our Venga just across the road where we can can watch it and we are just full up in the in the yeah. apartment, catching up on videos and whatever, you know. So, um, still within, within our budget, lah. Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So hang on. Uh. So is there like like language barrier? Because I'm sure there's certain like you know when you pass through because you've been like quite a few um places that doesn't speak like yeah. like English is not their main language, right? I'm I'm assuming yes, there are some yeah. places that yeah. is there like so, ha- so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for, for example, we started off in, uh, okay, I'll tell you rough, uh, quickly our route. Uh, we started off in Netherlands, we go through France, then we cross over the English Channel to UK, so we travel from England right up to Scotland, then we ferry again to Dublin, you know, uh, Belfast, and then go down to uh, Ireland, and we travel Wales, and come back to England, and take the ferry back into uh, nice. France. At that time, it, about this year, it was like super cold, like one degrees, even zero. In France. In France. So within three days from north of France, we go south of France to Spain, a bit of Portugal, and then from Portugal back to Spain, and we cross over to Morocco, mm. uh, northern um, Africa. So that's where the COVID happened. So we were there for seven months in Morocco. So the language barrier, not it, it's everywhere, even, even in Europe. Uh, uh, even in Europe, uh, Netherlands was okay, but when we pass France and all that, you know, we have to do sign language. Uh, it, it, uh, very few days, they speak very little it's English. Not, it's not a problem. It's, it's not like a problem. The Balkans, yeah. uh, you go to Croatia, they have their own language, and yeah. then Montenegro own language, yeah. Albania, yeah. Macedonia, Bulgaria. Yeah. Every country, the language is different. I was mm. learning. French in France, then Germany, German in Germany. Yeah. Then Morocco tried to speak a few words of Arabic, and then back to Spain, <laughs> Spanish. And then yeah, we get confused, you know. <laughs> um, but it's okay, you just a few yeah. uh, language. Shukran, thank you. Yeah. Fala uh, Mandari in Albanian, yeah. thank you. So thank you, or we do, like, we want to buy meat. Uh, the the we, common, we just common language, words, yeah. yeah. If we don't know, we just yeah. give them, say, a hundred, like, this is the amount of money I want. So I point to the mate, I give him this amount of money, they know what I want. Uh, basically, I think if you try to learn a few phrases, I think they'd be very appreciative. Just one or two, yeah. basic, one or two basic language, thank you, uh, good morning. Yeah. And then uh, thank you, Google important. Translate is fabulous <laughs> now that we have Google Translate. Yeah. Really yeah. nice languages. It's easy. It's, it's, uh, it's not difficult, even when we both don't, don't know don't speak each other's language um people are very willing to help and uh you know you you just sign language you write something or whatever people are willing to help and when people are willing and you're willing to learn as well you can communicate yeah sometimes i don't know what they say but they show you (laughs) no the best is sometimes like Mostly it's me, like, you know, I like to talk to people whether or not we can understand each other, just communicate and then we go off and then she say, oh, what did the guy say? I say, I don't know. I just go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the communication is there, you build the rapport and then they know you're friendly and then, you know, you're just enjoying the country. Yeah. They'd be more than yeah. uh, willing to help. Very, very friendly. Language not an issue. Not an issue at all. Okay, so, okay, so because, you know, like, Okay, so I had this conversation with like a few of my um, mates, right? They actually mentioned that, you know, like traveling to all like certain places are dangerous and all that, right? So mm-hmm. is that like something, you know, because you've traveled the different like borders and all that, or you travel to different countries, like people, when, when, when people see the news, right, it's always like those like negative news or it's always bad news, right? But when you firsthand experience it, right? Share with us. I mean, were you ever in a situation where you felt like, you know, your lives were in danger or it's just like how the news want to kind of like portray it? I think first word of advice, if you want to travel, get advice to people who have traveled 
<laughs> and, and not from from the coach from from the couch and just tv or oh, the new citizen get talk to people who have traveled if you want to travel to albania talk to people who have traveled to albania and with the advance of the social media and all that is is so easy to make friends so you have to be the first one to reach out do a bit of research mm. on the place that you're going yeah. to yeah. and uh, the most important thing is really common sense yeah. and being a little streetwise yeah. so for us for example two girls traveling in a van and we sleep in the van so we have this belt that we we were tightened across the handle of the car in the front at night we, when we sleep so yeah. people cannot uh, open from outside or even they open they make noise will be okay yeah. um there of course there are once or twice we we like to well camp uh, in a, any yeah. beautiful deserted places yeah. um there was once middle of the night uh oh, i heard some noise like people tried to get in to so, open the door so we woke yeah. up and then we checked the surrounding don't see anything but we drive we change the spot drive nearer to bright brighter spot because mm. When we parked, it was bright, but nighttime they switch off the light. We didn't know. Yeah. Then you drive to a safer place, or you go to a. So it's basically sometimes gut feeling, common mm. sense that every day before uh, we choose a place to park, we will get down, walk around, feel the surrounding, mm. feel how you feel. If you don't feel good, you can't look if you go and find another spot mm. and try and uh, look for the place to park before it gets dark so you mm. reach a place when it's bright it's early mm. you can sense and see the surrounding yeah. before you decide whether to park there or not and also also research and then usually there's a app that you can check uh, if the place there are reviews some people say oh a lot of death don't go there mm. <laughs> uh, some people say it's very safe we stay there for a week Okay, great. We yeah. go and we check it up ourselves as yeah. well. So a lot is common sense yeah. and just being streetwise. And so, so far, okay. Um, we we we're okay. I think yeah. the two aunties are quite heavy now. <laughs> heavy, yeah. To be to have common sense and uh, a little bit streetwise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's important. And plus, I think these days. Um, these days it's so much because it's so there's technology around right so you can use google map you know you can use yes. that you mentioned just now you can like check for reviews and all that right yes. so yeah. i guess that's the i know this is the good time to kind of like travel right and places where you think that it's kind of um deserted but there's google map you know what i mean so it's like yeah. like i think when i went i think when i was younger uh 2004 when i first traveled to nepal there were like no like Google map and then we yeah. had to have like physical map to find our way yeah. to track our way. So it's, it's, it's really amazing how, how technology can, has actually made yeah. it like yeah. easier for, for travelers, right? Today, although a few times uh, Google map led us into <laughs> tunnel that is too small yeah. for our car and then to some road Broken that, roads. Broken, broken roads. Road. Oh, yeah. it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> we have back uh, a few times yeah. but then you have to use common sense oh it, it leads us to the mountain it cannot be right yeah and then you check again yeah uh, but we do check, yeah. but we have physical maps as well but it's much yeah. easier than the days when you use paper map for sure yeah. and yeah. then like i say you've got google translate so language yeah. is not a problem so there's no excuse uh, yeah. uh, 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 that uh, it's too difficult to travel but I I have a love love hate relationship with with Google Maps and technology because I like I like adventure you know the the sense of adventure where you just get drive lost. somewhere you get lost somewhere now there's no opportunity to do that everywhere where is got a few Google Maps got lost and and yeah. they're going through the country road <laughs> where in Morocco in the yeah. desert and the road is like the bridge is broken and you're not sure your wheels will fit exactly across the bridge <laughs> but then you cannot. You turn back because turn the back. road is so narrow and you just have to push forward. It's like a bit scary. Yeah. But it's okay. It turns out well. Yeah, I'm okay, okay, wait. So like those kind of moments, right? Like those kind of moments, right, is like you have to really follow your gut feeling because you don't either way is like, you yes. know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's one instance in Morocco. We wanted to go to another to another town. Uh okay. Uh the first instance was that we didn't realize that there was this the hill was so steep that they could hardly move. You know, it's like five kilometers. Like, like, what the hell? So we stopped. 
we stop and then we make a UE, we turn around and then when I look back, oh my god, it was like almost 45 degrees, you know. Uh, our van couldn't make it. So we turned back, which is good. Uh, but if I were to continue with my adventurous nature, I would just go and maybe get stuck in the mountains. Now, and, even in yeah. Montenegro, we try to go around down this narrow road to try and access the bridge. And then halfway is just really, really the road ends. And then the locals yeah. like you have to turn back, okay? Yeah. To turn back. <laughs> yeah. And then you yeah. have to maneuver your car, yeah. but uh, not hopefully. Well, luckily, not many of that. Uh, a few, a few. But, but it adds, it adds to the adventure. adventure. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. part and parcel of an adventure, right? Like to kind of like yeah. at that moment, yeah. the spur of moment, if these kind of things happen, you know. Those, those I think were the moments where you is most memorable, and also. The broken road that we took turned out to be one of the, the most best, scenic, the beautiful, and best yeah. route that we have ever yeah. taken. But one, uh, I, I call it a stupid moment, was that uh, we went through the mountain. Uh, there was no data connection, right? So we didn't have any Google Maps. So we just go, and she was more afraid. I was, I, I was saying like we just go through ahead, go to at most go to the next village and and park there for the night. He said, no, no, no. There's nobody around. It's mountain, blah, blah, blah. We turn around. We go back to the main road. But later we found out it was only like a few kilometers, kilometers away from a major road, from a major town, you know. Okay. So I was like, oh, you know, so hey, you agree to turn back. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> but at that point, we, we have to agree. So I was like, oh, because, you know. Uh, no data, mm. no road, no humans. You mm. drove for more than an hour, nothing. Yeah. It's like, what are you heading to? It could be middle of nowhere. Yeah. That is getting like sunset. Yeah. Then you, you're dead in the middle of nowhere. We couldn't turn around. And you don't know what's time, in yeah. front. So safe thing is turn back. Yeah. yeah. So, so we, always safety first. <laughs> we, we cannot chicken out and uh, <laughs> take the safer route. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's part of puzzle of yeah. the trouble. Sometimes you go, sometimes you don't. Yeah. You yeah. just uh, need to use a little bit of common sense. So, um, any kind of like um, stuck memories, like uh, something positive or something that 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 really brings out your adventures. So, anyone for anyone, something that really, you know, that you is very memorable for you. Um, I think the drive actually is yeah. is um, this this trip is all about the journey, the drive. Um. Just drive on the road, not not the fact that you have not to visit destination, cities yeah. and cities and uh, um, famous places. It's just the drive, like we drive to uh, along the Wild Atlantic Way in in uh, Ireland. Uh, in Ireland, that was beautiful. Um, we drove and then parked along Hadrian's Wall, which is a Roman wall that goes uh, yeah. many many kilometers from one end of uh, England to another and we park there and you see the sunset and the cow going past my kitchen <laughs> it was so awesome <laughs> like that was really really yeah. memorable it's just that was the that early days yeah. you you just park there have your lunch and dinner watch the sunset the scenery mm. you sleep there at night morning you yeah. open uh, uh, we have um, three windows 180 degrees um, view yeah. of the whole place all by ourselves it's yeah. so it's beautiful uh, yeah. beautiful and, and yeah. likewise in ireland in they have this cliff and um we were by ourselves and we parked there at night you look out and there's nothing more yeah. you see the sunrise and it's so awesome you know you, yeah. you you cannot pay anything to buy that kind of memory yeah. you just have to drive you go there you experience it, you you know, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. For me also, like, it's the drive because I, I do most of the driving, right? So when she said, oh, look at that, I cannot. <laughs> so I just hate, but um, the the sense of the awe of, of, of Mother Nature, like uh, I remember we were driving through Scotland to the Isle of Skye. You just go and we're just like, wow, you know, just go, you go berserk in your old world because everything is so dramatic and you're there by yourself. Um, and when we were passing through Spain, every day, every day the yeah. sunset was so beautiful, every you know, spot, every, every single day. I, I was like, how can you, how can this be, right? I mean, it's like, 
I don't have to explain. We have the best hotel in the world. Every night you have beautiful scenery. You wake up. And we just look at the nature, yeah. the sky, the scenery. We is so actually nice. like yeah. put, put our camping chair and just sit and <laughs> like oh, and just like do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Really and, nice. and 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 uh, of course during the pandemic is uh, it's a awesome experience that we had. We were stuck in Morocco, uh, and we checked into a campsite for motorhome. So there were like one hundred. Uh, motorhomes there but 99% of them were French so talking about language and all that we had to we had to communicate and we learned a little bit of uh, French at the end of the day but um, that was simply awesome because we were in a bubble uh, like I was thinking like the, the world can go mad but then we are in a bubble we were safe uh, for a whole three and a half months and then we get to know each other and you know um, the French is also well known to be like a little bit cold, like, you know, a bit friendly, but, you know, just arm length. But we become pretty good friends. And uh, being the only Asian there. I was about uh, to ask you, like, yeah. I was about to ask you, but I'm sure, like, you might be the only Asians. Anyway. <laughs> in the yeah. whole year, we only came across one Korean couple. Um, and then only recently yeah. we came across Asian, but they are in Canadian. And many places like Albanian campsite, we go, oh yeah, this first Singaporean. Yeah. We go to Morocco, check in the campsite, oh yeah, the first Singaporean. Even throughout Europe. So for yeah. Southeast Asia, it seems like we're the first for Singaporean, we're the first. Yeah. And in the whole year trip, we only see one Asian from Asia. Yeah. And we are the other. We saw another China car, but yeah. we didn't get to meet them. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, so like the only Asian. Yeah, so there's one time in Casablanca, we were walking around and we saw another another motorhome, but with a Chinese, pay, Chinese PRC, pay. right? Republic of China. We waited around to just see say and say hello, but we didn't but meet them. They didn't come back, so we just didn't see close, them. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise we, we mm. are the one, in one whole year, you only meet yeah. one other from Asia. Um. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to see other Asian, you so know. So hopefully yeah. we, we organize some convoy and go around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, cheaper yeah. than stay in Singapore as well. <laughs> most, most, uh, most of the van lifers yeah. call it uh, Caucasians. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would have imagined. Yeah. yeah. Budget $1,000 Sing dollar, you can travel. <laughs> How can you manage with $1,000 Sing dollar in Singapore? <laughs> Cannot make it. Eh? Wish. <laughs> to a certain extent, it is true. It is true. It is true. It is true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you're right about you. But you're right about the two of you having the best hotel. You know, like oh, literally, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we park uh, along on the beach. Mm. So we look at the hotel. Hotel is far back. We're <laughs> still on the beach. beach. We're on the beach. How can you move your hotel room on the beach so yeah. we can actually? Free, better hotel room than the yeah, hotel, yeah. than the five star hotel. Yeah, and then like uh, we were in Spain, we parked uh close to the lighthouse on a cliff, and then with the sunset there, oh yeah. my god! So you can you watch can, our YouTube. We we are trying yeah, to put up. Go and swim. <laughs> yeah, we'll, go back. We'll, with your food. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. we'll share a YouTube channel. Okay, so that means right. I mean. So, which means that it's quite free and easy to kind of like park anywhere and everywhere. You're okay. I mean, yes. it, is there like a certain country that restricted where you can park? Because I know Singapore for sure cannot park. Yes. Like France, Germany, they actually have places that you can park for free. They give you free water as well and places that you can clear a toilet and stuff. Mm. Um, most places, there's an app that you can use mm. and people share, like they've been to this place yeah. and it's free and it's nice, whatever. So there are a lot of places that you can go and park for free. So we just okay. check along the door, you know. Yeah. But like in Croatia, um, it's illegal to park uh, while camp, but we still do it. If you go to uh, <laughs> more deserted places, um, like less uh, yeah. off-peak, and there's not many people, yeah. you do it, you don't spend more than one night, they're okay with it. Basically, so, basically Europe, uh, uh, as in EU uh, countries, you can. Um, you can actually uh, overnight uh, oh, at, yeah. by the road or anywhere else because they have a rule like when you drive, you are... Uh, 
uh, you're tired you, you, you can stay for the night because you need to rest yeah. that's a rule in Europe so you can park, you park anywhere yeah, by the highway of course you don't highway. want to park in double yellow line you park in places that yeah. because there are a lot of free parking and yeah. you've got big land so and you go to places that you can legally park and a lot of car park after 6 o'clock is free okay. so you can go there park there yeah. next morning 8 o'clock there's school time and, and, and people working you leave the place you go to wherever yeah. else you want to go yeah yeah and, and there are places that daytime you can park for free so you can visit the city. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of free parking area around and you don't have to park in right in the city centre centre, but just out a bit, you can mm. walk a kilometre or two into town. So you can park in the suburb and walk, walk and walk. Well, one kilometre very far. Eh? <laughs> Used to be far, now yeah. it's like, okay, it's good mm. exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So I still need exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, but is there any kind of like negative memories, any like kind of bad memories that kind of like stuck with you? Negative memories, uh, Morocco uh, being uh, mm. hustled by the hustler, uh, get some marriage proposal. She got three marriage proposals. <laughs> oh my God. They, you know, uh, hustlers and then yep. negative would be just once or twice, like once in uh, Ireland, we part in this uh a supermarket car park and then some kids ram their car around and around us so okay. we just go and drive to the next car park so that's 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 yeah. um not no, much not, not much oh uh, yeah know? just like um in macedonia recently uh we oh. met a corrupted policeman they stopped yeah. us and uh tried to give us ticket and then uh wants money and yeah. and bulgaria for whatever reason some immigration officer feels that we should not be yeah. allowed into their country. They, they think that uh, Singapore is not in the green list, although yeah. it's not quite right. We've been traveling around Europe, you know, Germany yeah. during Yeah, but those, those are little... Just, just little things. Little but things, but yeah, expected to have some obstacles. Not, otherwise, it'd be too small. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really... It's um, no big deal. No big deal. Issues. issues here and there, but nothing lasting that would hinder us from doing this again. Yeah. Nothing so big, yeah. Just more things, yeah. Yep. Okay, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned about like the, uh, what's that, the borders and all that, right? So it's, it's relatively um, easy to kind of like go from one border to the other. Is it because we so have before, the Singapore passport? Wait, wait, wait before COVID, it's uh -huh. super easy. So mm. there is no border mm. uh, along all the European countries. You just drive. You don't even know you enter Poland until you see a sign. Sign language is different. It, it's kind of like yeah. a, a downer, you know. Like last time, you you want to collect stamps or your passport. <laughs> right now, when we go through to the countries, like yes. where's the sign? Oh, we're in <laughs> Poland. Maybe like wow, such a damper. Yeah, even pre-COVID, we travel yeah. uh, from Hungary into Croatia to Montenegro, Albania, it's no problem. They just let you through because tourists, they just have a passport yeah. and you go. But of course now it's difficult. Yeah. Uh, now, especially in Europe, the Corona crisis is a bit yeah. bad. I think the issue is not the, the passport. Which is why we stay the, put here. It's not, the issue is not the passport, but it's the, uh, the tests and everything as a COVID test and everything. Yeah. That's a problem. So yeah. of course now it's difficult. So that's why we, we try and hibernate. Uh, and wait for the situation to yeah. improve. But it's still movable. You still can move around uh, Balkans. Um, people in Europe, they still manage to yeah. move from France to Spain to Portugal. So mm. um, I guess the situation is slightly better than the first wave. Yeah. Mm. So it's a little bit more difficult. Hopefully the vaccine is out, then the travel will be better. Yeah. Now we want to travel to um, back home. Uh, the border uh, in Russia is closed. Georgia is closed. Um, some of the uh, China, I think, uh, mm -hmm. also close to. So depend on which route you're taking. So there are a lot of borders that are closed. So of course, it's slightly more difficult, yeah. but it's still doable. Yeah. But just more. <clears throat> just just remember that um, not taking into consideration the the COVID issue, right? Uh, Singapore has the best passport, passport in, in the world. world. Yes. We are number one in. You well, know, other than Germany, yeah. have to apply for visa. We, we don't. Oh, yeah, we I, don't. Just, I was. I was about to ask you. Like, I mean, I'm sure people are curious. Like, you know, your what is your visa, like status like, right? Because you, you know, you're overseas for like more than uh, like a year ish, right? So, yeah. I mean, if you can share a bit about the visa, thing. I know Singapore has the best passport, like, but just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For you, they have the Schengen countries. 
So basically, like if you go to uh, Sweden, like France, Germany, Italy, you can stay there for three months. Then after three months, you can drive to the Balkans and stay here for three months. And then after that, you can drive back to yeah. Europe again. So it's basically spend three months there and three months here. And this is what British are going to do next year. <laughs> because Brexit, of Brexit. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing what we're doing. They have the same issue as us. Yeah. It's not a problem because the countries are very near. Yeah. They just cross over the border and spend three months yeah. here and three months there. Basically, basically know the countries where you're going. Uh, check out the visa. And then the, the visa that you're allowed, and then you just move in and out because yeah. the border is, yeah. is land borders are yeah. very close. Very so you can go into yeah. Morocco three months visa free, and then you come out to Spain, tour around Spain, and then uh, go, if your visa time yeah. is out, you, you go, go to Poland. Croatia, you come to Croatia um, three months. Yeah. And then and after the three months, you want to go back in again, you know? Yeah, you can go to Poland, <laughs> and then if your visa is up, you go to Bosnia three months, and then, yeah. you know? That's so why. That's why, countries, that's yeah. why one year is not enough. That's why we, we can actually permanently this way. We're thinking about should we keep Venga and just stay in Europe forever? We can. Yeah, and 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 by the way, Venga we call our our Ven Venga is for Ven Garang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Venga. Okay. Um. Okay, I asked you about this having the familiarity. Okay. Uh, I think you mentioned earlier on about there's a certain like expectation or social norm that kind of defines a normal life, right? For example, like steady job, you know, having getting married, having a house. I mean, this is all the stereotype or the, the normal life that people call normal life in Singapore, now, right? So, what does a normal life uh, look like for you? And, and your own interpretation of normal life. No such thing as normal. <laughs> normal for us, we wake up, have breakfast, and we will drive to the next destination that we yeah. usually choose the night before. And then when we go to the next destination, park the car, we'll go to a walk around the city center, uh, you know, enjoy the, the place yeah. and, and check out what any street food that is yeah. interesting. That's and our normal life yeah, now. Normal life now. <laughs> uh, what what was normal for me for for when I was you know younger is of course the you have your career, you have made money, you have to do this and that. The only thing that I didn't do was I didn't get married, I didn't want to. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> and then uh but after a while it's not normal for me because um I feel very very stuck in Singapore. And especially, let's say, when you uh, at this, come to this age, right, people expect other things from you. It's like, the most common questions I had is like, why don't you act your age? I said like, dude, I've never been this age before. How should I know, right? <laughs> so, um, after a while, you set your own norms. And that's what we did. And our own norms now is to just breathe in fresh air and go wherever we want. Because we create that liberty for ourselves, so yeah. Susie, is that is that how you feel too? Yeah, I think uh, you know people stereotype your aunties, so you have to stay at home and, and that's it. That's the yeah. life. But no, we can do a lot of things. Yeah. We can we can travel. We can go out see yeah. the world. We can make new friends. We can yeah. see like-minded people who share our hobbies of traveling yeah. in a van to many places. So there are lots more you can do. So that's why we call ourselves aunties. So you break the stereotype. Yeah. Aunties can also do other things, not just like your life is over. No. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, normal, you know, is that normal? Every day go to work, come home, sleep. That's not normal. That's not normal. Sleep work to me is, you know, yeah, is that, is that what life? Yeah. That's it. And uh, to me, the normal should be, you know, you wake up happy, yeah. you're happy where you are at. If you're not happy at this place, you look for another <laughs> uh, place to go and, and, and something new every day yeah. to learn, to see, to experience, in, yeah. enjoy. Yeah. So for me, this should be the normal. Okay. <laughs> okay. You mentioned happiness. So I'm going to ask the both of you, okay? So what does happiness mean to you individually? So maybe Nora, share first. Yeah, happiness. Uh, happiness is is freedom, is liberty, is um defining your own norms, your own life. 
um, yeah, if you if you think that you want to stay at home, be happy with what your once once a year trip, then that's that's good for you, you know. But if not, you you create it. You should travel if you want. Um, it doesn't matter if you have. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have less money because of course you have money, but money is never enough. But it shouldn't be a hindrance. So. To me, happiness is having the freedom to define your own life. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Suzy, how about you? For me, happiness is every day I wake up, <laughs> I look at the mountains, the sea, <laughs> the place, I live with nature. Not, I know that I don't have to go to work. <laughs> and, yeah, and I do what I want. I go where I want. Um, and I'm finding new things every day, seeing new things, meeting people. That's yeah. happiness to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. By the way, you, I mean, you, the two of you are probably, you know, the ones where, you know that people always say like the cool aunties? You, the two of you are the cool aunties. Ah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. We, 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 oh, I can accept that yeah. <laughs> very gracefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, cool we, yeah we, ha- we have to... Mm-hmm. We have to break the the stereotype, you know, like uh, yeah, like like auntie is always depicted as very gossipy, you know, the HDB, you go pasa, you meet your friend and like come on, we are all uh, educated enough and I think we are worldly enough uh, to to know that there are things that we, we could be doing, you know, like and so that's what happened with us. We decide to Take the term auntie and run Break away with it and, 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 and redefine it, you know. Yeah, yeah, that everybody think you should be. Yeah. 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 Okay. Has I mean I mean I, I'm I'm sure your travels has actually opened your like open your mind, your eyes to a lot of things, right? It, I mean, yes. because yeah. like because like if if for example, right, if you were to kind of like just stay in Singapore and go for your like, I mean, because holidays are different from travels and adventures. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you ladies know what I mean. Like like when you oh, really yeah. like connect with the local, you know, like yes. local. Yeah, I learned like uh, in in a, in a camping in uh, Morocco, we met a lot of uh, French. They are. 80 years old, over wow. 75, 80 yeah. years old. And wow. they drive all the way from France to Morocco wow. uh, on a ferry. And I see how they they still cycle around, go to the village, even when they are 75. I thought, wow, if I'm 80 yeah. years old or 75 years old, and I do what they do, I'll be so happy. Because yeah. you're independent, you're over 70s, and you're still independent. You drive and go to wherever you want for your holiday, yeah. camping holiday. It's so awesome. Yeah. So it's like, it's like Revelation, the thought right? of when you're 65, you should stay home and not go to too many places and do too many activities. Now I think, oh wow, I can still do <laughs> a lot of things. These people can do yeah. it. And you, it, all you need is keep fit, keep healthy. You can do this to another 20 years. No, even, I mean, keep, keep fit, keep healthy. We, we, we saw some who are not healthy, you know, as fit. They still do it. They still do it, you know. <laughs> like, like some um, with wheelchair and some with canes. But some have a health issue, yeah. but they still go where they want to go. Yeah. They have their camping holiday. And then here we are so afraid to do, to do it. Yeah. And I remember when we were planning, uh, we, we, we kept, asking ourselves is it safe is it is it okay to do this is it okay to do that and then we meet all these people 80 years old 70 years old hmm. like nobody business no just go out and yeah, just they also drive, a lot <coughs> drive big big buses oh, like yeah. oh my giant God. vehicles that they drive is like wow yeah so yeah it opens our eyes on the possibility that we could yeah. do um <coughs> so yeah in in many instances when we meet them we are the young ones, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we are the, we are the youngest okay. one. Yeah. Wow. And the, the other thing that um, I we learn is that not not uh, it is not just us that is learning um, other experiences, um, but it's also other people who met us. And 
usually we are the first Singaporean that they've met. Mm. And all they know about Singapore, oh, okay, it's very rich country, you know, um, skyscrapers. If I say, yeah, now they know us personally. And we become like ambassador, you know. Yeah, so we share our we food, share, our culture. Yeah. We make curry puff and show them what wow. our yeah. food and, yeah, um, yeah. Epo epo. I say it's not curry puff. It's epo epo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So we 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 share with yeah. them. Uh, you know, so 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 they know a little bit of what Singapore yeah. is, what our food <clears throat> is, and uh, yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah. Okay. Um like advice because right now the two of you are traveling together right like advice for women who are thinking of doing the same like even though they're solo traveling or in pairs and especially traveling as uh, women because i'm sure like you mentioned earlier already but there would be some you know insecurities of safety and all that so what would be your advice for these women uh, do your research <laughs> Do your research, but uh, don't be disheartened because uh, first thing I say, uh, do your research, talk to people who have traveled, who have, who have done the deed. <laughs> and um, um, be as prepared as possible financially, emotionally, and also always have backup plans. Like, you know, if you backpack, if this doesn't happen, you know, you can, you have to make it uh, flexible. Because plan B. Yeah, but right now it's a plan A, B, C, D. Or oh, God, the drain. Yeah, you know. COVID depends on today. Yeah, How because, because right now, uh, I think we are we are we are trying we are traveling in a new new norm of traveling. It's not as easy as before. So, uh, get as much information as possible. Get to the reliable source. Like uh, everything is online, and check before you go. Um, like I said, but the most important thing is to talk to other travelers, lah, um, and women travelers. Yeah, if you're a woman. Yeah, join yeah. join groups of um. There are a lot of groups that have such travelers yeah. or like-minded people. So you join and then you learn from them. Ask yeah. all the questions that you want to ask. Yeah. Uh, do not be afraid. Even silly question, we ask yeah. a lot of silly question, but yeah. we learn from it. Yeah. Um, that until you you know uh what's what uh you know to clear mm. your mind and yeah. doubts. Um, but you can never be 100% prepared. Yeah. You will learn on the way. And it's okay to learn on the way. Yeah. But of course, you don't just go and not know anything. Yeah. So basic research, common sense, and then mm. just ask questions, join groups, and learn as yeah. much as you can. And you're free to go. Nothing yeah. can stop you. Yeah. yeah except yourself. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just... Uh, hang on. I was just... um. Like, you know, sometimes, like you mentioned earlier, I'm sorry, I digress a bit, but I feel that, you know, that um, sometimes, you know, when, when someone wants to go, right, but their family and friends kind of like hold them back in mm. the sense that, you know, like, like, like you mentioned what, right, just now, like uh, for someone said to you, like, why can't you act your age? You know, you're that age with you. Yeah. Shouldn't you be married? You know, even, even not your age. I mean, like, for example, like, in the 30s or whatever, right? And they, they want to kind of, like, do something that they really want to. But their friends and family kind of, like, hold them back. I mean, yeah. what what do you think about that? And, you know... If they're so, worried about you, for example, my mom, I'll reassure her. I will call her once a week. So I still call my mom once a week. You reassure them, you call them, you show them where you are, that you're safe, you're contactable. If there's anything happen back home, they can contact you and you can contact them. You keep mm. in touch with them. So that way you reassure them that uh, because you keep in touch with me, uh, you know, mm. uh, you know, I'm safe mm. and I, I, I'm contactable. Um, but for those who wants to you to hold up your career, I think it's... Um, um, I don't know lah, but um, from my own experience, I like I, I've regretted the times that I didn't go for it. I didn't listen to myself. I regretted the times I listened to my friends. <laughs> Sometimes, uh. um, no, but you see, but but the thing is, uh, you have to live with the consequence or the experience is yours. It's not theirs. You have to live your life. Yeah. Uh, so so the not the thing your life is, for your friends. Exactly. Uh but yes, um whenever people say do you do it and you have you have a lot of doubts and everything, but know why you're doing it and again uh prepare prepare well. Uh you know, like for example, when you go on your one year trip, two year trip, you come back, you don't know what's the job 
market is whatever i mean you can be back home in singapore you still don't know whether you still hold a job in today's uh economic climate you know um, yeah, yeah, and and uh, again, uh, be flexible in your expectations. Uh, but at the end of the day, you are the one who's gonna live your life. Uh, when friends say this, say that, uh, you know, sometimes those friends are maybe settled, married with kids, and maybe you're not. So you cannot be living the life that your friends live. You know, okay. so um, do do what you want. Be steadfast in your passion, Yeah, yeah. Follow um, your passion. At the end of the day, you don't know what life is in store for you. For example, we actually have planned um, to travel in March 2020, yeah. and and not not September 2019. If wow. we have waited, yeah, if we waited, then kaput pandemic in, and we like. <laughs> No job, no we might, we might never know? travel. We've um, never done it. Yeah, you you, you follow yeah. your passion. Um, you you only have one life. You have to live it. Yeah. And um, you know, you're not living your life for yeah. your friend. Mm. So you you could be in a safe cocoon. And how happy are you? And if you want to do and pursue what you love, yeah then it's you're the one living your life yeah. and you pursue it when you go back there will always be work it's just question of money mm. and we're not living the life just to make money we have mm. to live actually because yeah i've seen quite a lot of yeah. uh, people on the road and and um i guess we have a similar interest and like-minded and yeah it's, we, feel, um, we feel that we are living life yeah, it's, it's amazing the people that you meet. Like, for example, if you go on a normal tour, you stay in a fancy hotel, you do normal touristing against uh, van lifing or backpacking, whatever, you meet different kind of people. And it's amazing. Some people are like big corporate people. They, I mean, they retire or they just took a break. You know, these people are not bums, you know. It's like um, like a lot of the van lifers, right? Um they they took a lot of times to prepare so these people are not uh foolish you, to do these you things also you don't know? have to quit your job actually no. to travel we met yeah. a lot of people they are actually working also they yeah. are digital nomads so if you do a lot of work like video online and stuff, yeah so they're actually working so their Translators, normal life yeah. would be they wake up they do three hours, two hours of work, uh, uh, video conferencing or whatever, whatever yeah. online. And then mm. after that, they take a break and they go out and enjoy the yeah. rest of the day. So they work a few hours each day <clears> or they can go in the morning and then in the evening between five and seven, they work. Mm. So we meet a lot of digital nomads. They, yeah. they just travel and then every day, they have different scenery for their workplace. Yeah. And they yeah. can enjoy and see places, meet people yeah. while they work and earn money. So yeah. it is possible. People who do digital <coughs> stuff, it's a fantastic life. Because <laughs> you don't have to be in Singapore yeah. or wherever. You can be anywhere in the yeah. world. And they still work. So long as you have Wi-Fi, which... Or whatever, uh, you know, you I'm sure you can make it work. Like like uh, we met we met a couple or so. So uh, this Johnny, um, he worked uh, Monday to Thursday, normal working hours. He took off. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's his weekend. And then he start, and he's been doing it for years. I mean, people do that. And yeah. uh, our good friend, Alex and Oxen, they're both translators. They work online and mm. that's it. You know, so you, instead of your work define you, you should define what your work is. Yeah. It is possible. Yeah. It's, it's just that we are so used to uh, to the Singapore way of life that you have this, blah, blah, blah. it's not real work until you're behind the desk time to find. Exactly. Like, yes, right? exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's come on. It's not. It's not. And and um, and uh, I think being being in a younger generation also, you're more savvy. And hey, the world is out there. The world is yours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's some wise wise words there. But I'm gonna ask. Okay, collectively, maybe together for top five words of wisdom or sense of wisdoms that you can. I know you've said like a lot, right? Like previously, like like in this whole session, right? But pre- yeah. perhaps your top five words of wisdom to kind of like close it up for people who like aspire to be, to be, to, you know, to kind of like, uh, how do I say this? To, to travel the world like the two of you ladies or who are inspired by what you ladies are doing. Like top five words of wisdom together like collectively. I always say do it while you can. 
five, 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 what are you doing? What if I don't? <laughs> no, I think uh, be brave. Be yeah. brave. Be brave. Courageous. Be brave. Be garang. Eh? garang. Uh, to, to, to path your own destiny. Um, to, to live your own life. Uh, be brave. Uh, of course, research. Be prepared. Okay, be prepared. Uh, again, money is never enough. For example, if you can only collect $10,000, for example, it's more than enough in a lot of occasions. And by the way, we know people who have bought vans for less than ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and yeah. and a third, we travel. A third of what we spend. So if you, if yeah. you have a hundred thousand, you have a luxurious car. Yeah. If you have ten thousand, you have a van. Yeah. It's still livable. It's just yeah. you know. Yeah. It's just a big, broken here, broken there, but you fix it yourself. Car, yeah. yeah. You know. And if you don't have a car, some people cycle, cycle, oh my God, we see so many cyclists on the road. So be brave, be prepared, and uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> be not afraid. Well, that's the same. Meet people. Um, uh, be adventurous. Be adventurous. Be, be adventurous. Like, um, and, and, and not be afraid of what you don't know. Uh, and Be approachable. <laughs> Because when you're approachable, people come to you and they talk to you and you learn from them. Yeah. And you're approachable, you approach people, yeah. you talk to them, you also learn from them. Yeah. yeah. One thing that we learn from the van life communities uh, is that people are kind. Yeah. And people are more willing uh, to help than not. So uh, recently, we, 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 we have our water pump broken. And and uh, the Canadian family like oh I have a spare one why don't you have it it costs mind you a new one yeah, costs like first one it's fixed really, for us yeah oh, and really give us yeah, advice about yeah. Our car. yeah. okay so, imagine uh, ourselves we know nothing about engine we know nothing about cars uh, and we just bought this big van and we know like we know nothing about it you know like people say oh you must know about engine in case it broke down and the the guy that sold us the car is thank god he's trustworthy and we have a good car although he's 23 years old mm. so you have to trust 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 your gut uh, and I think uh, whether you're young or old you have life experience and trust your own instinct uh a gut and i call it life experience into taking the right decision for yourself not for other people so that's also bravery in uh acknowledging your own uh worth your own uh uh what is it uh, your expertise you know yeah common sense yeah okay, okay quick question okay so how long did you ladies actually research this before you actually not very long six we... months six months yeah, uh, we just saw it, and then okay. we can do it. Wait, do it. Wait, the timeline was that we were in Borobudur in yeah. March, right? So, so we had the whole year planned out for the holiday already. So we were March in Borobudur, and we went in September. That is six months. Six months. That is very very fast, but. Um, a lot of people prepared a lot earlier, but it was like every day a lot of research for me, especially. Hmm. Um, so, so there's not. What was the question? I forgot. Uh, <laughs> no, when, when did you? How long did it take for you, ladies, to actually plan it? And six then, months. Six months. Okay. Just do it. Just, just, just so much. <laughs> Yeah. Be oh, brave. Challenge yourself. Go outside your comfort zone. You'll be amazed what you can do. Yeah.